Good afternoon. We interrupt programming to bring you a special news broadcast of the Key Biscayne Independent and Blink Radio, WSQF-FM in Key Biscayne. As you know, Hurricane Isias is approaching the coast of Florida with 75-mile-per-hour winds, and the village of Key Biscayne is no exception under threat with the rest of Miami-Dade County. Joining us live to talk about uh, what the storm is doing and what residents in Key Biscayne can do to prepare and be ready is Eric Lang, the chief. He is joining us live um, from uh, the village, and we'll be talking about the preparations. Chief, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Tony. Happy to be here. Great. Um, Tell me, uh, Chief, uh, you are in touch with emergency managers at Dade County. You get your own briefings. What are you expecting from this storm? So, yes, we've definitely been in touch with uh, the emergency managers in Miami. We work very closely with the city of Miami. We're considered a satellite emergency operations center of theirs. And uh, and it's it's part of what we do. That one's not me. Uh, I, we're also part of uh, our talk to the National Weather Service and the National Hurricane Center. Pretty much uh, yesterday, we've been in constant talk contact with them, and you can get that. It's okay, Tony. I don't mind. Please go ahead. <laughs> and ends up, uh, um, you know, we've been we've been monitoring this thing, and uh, we're we're the old adage is. We are uh, planning for the worst and hoping for the best. And, uh, you know, right now it looks like uh, the Key Biscayne, Miami-Dade area may get a little bit lucky. We're currently under a tropical storm warning, which means that the winds will likely be blowing between 35 miles per hour and, and 73 miles per hour. And, um, and one of the things or questions that I keep getting is, what should I expect? And uh, and I said, it's going to be wet. It's going to be rainy. The streets may flood. We may lose our power. Uh, you may have some pretty torrential moments with some fierce winds. And I wouldn't be surprised if we end up with uh, with a hurricane force, you know, gust that comes through our county or even Key Biscayne and we'll deal with those impacts um, and uh, a lot of patience and preparation. And, and I, I believe we're going to get through this, but we're prepared for worse. Can you give me an idea of what amount of flooding people could expect in terms of the storm? Obviously, the track is something that people focus on, but they tell folks in emergency management not to focus on the track. This is a storm that has a diameter, and even if the center stays offshore, there'll still be effects as a barrier island. What are we looking at in terms of a range for uh, flooding that would be coming from the storm? So from a planning perspective, uh, the National Weather Service has advised us that we could expect three to four inches of rain. Uh, they're based on probabilities, and that's what I uh, am, am planning for, if you will, when it comes to, to rain over the next 24 hours, really starting uh, once we start getting effects from the storm. So that would be, you know, into the really early, early, early morning hours of Saturday, which is while we're sleeping tonight, hopefully. And uh, Eric, can you tell us a little bit about uh, whether there are any plans for possibly closing? Yeah, tone? Can you tell us whether or not there are any plans oh, for I possibly? Did. Are you there? 
Yes. Okay, I, great. Sorry. Can you tell us whether or not there are any plans for uh, possibly closing the island? People remember from previous storms like Irma, uh, roadblocks and IDs. And are we that far along? What, what is, we're getting that question on social media. What, what are you, what, what is the current planning? So th- th- those are, those are great questions. Uh, you know, the most importantly, uh, there's been no evacuations that have been called for. Uh, as you know, the evacuations are called for by the Miami-Dade County mayor. Uh, he has not made any calls for evacuations. I'll be honest, I don't expect him to make a call. Uh, there is a threshold for how long it takes to evacuate the county. And I think we're, um, the complexity of COVID probably doesn't help. But uh, uh, we're not under a tropical. We're un, not. We are not under a hurricane watch or a hurricane warning. It's only a tropical storm watch. Sorry, warning. And therefore, uh, there's no evacuation order. I uh, do not have any projections at this time uh, for any closures of Key Biscayne. Um, I know the police and fire department uh, is planning to be here, and we're going to operate as long as we can safely do so, which is kind of a, an interesting point. I could like to spend a minute on there if I can. Yeah, sure. Please go ahead. You're, you're, you, I keep seeing Tony's are muted. You, uh, are you, can you go ahead? You mute? Yeah, please sure, go ahead, Chief. Uh, so, so basically, you know, people call for service. Um, a lot of times it's through 911. Sometimes we get calls from uh, our own Key Biscayne Police Department dispatch, and that number is 305-365-5555, and that's typically a non-emergency. Uh, I always recommend if people need fire rescue services or police services that they do call 911, make sure they give their address or the best landmark they can. So right now, if we got a call, we're going to respond. And uh, to whatever it is, but as the storm comes through, uh, if the wind is blowing uh, sustained above 45 miles per hour, or we are in a position for the person that is responding to make a decision whether it's safe to respond or not. Um, The reason for that is uh, our rescue trucks and our fire trucks uh, could uh, actually be pushed over in a uh, with these wind gusts and uh, and we leave a lot of that judgment to the officers on the truck these are lieutenants and captains that are riding our rescue trucks and our 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 fire trucks uh, to make those decisions Uh, it really comes into being a bigger factor when we have to transport to the hospitals uh, going over the bridge i I really don't want to see our rescue trucks having to um, challenge themselves across the roadway, uh, specifically our bridges, if in fact uh, the wind sustained at 45 miles per hour. So uh, we may hold a 911 call. It may take a little bit longer to respond. And you're going to find that pr- pretty much anywhere. It's not unique to keep this game. One question we got, Chief, is uh, what level of preparations? Because right now it's sunny outside. We're looking outside the windows here in Key Biscayne. It looks like a nice, pretty hot, you know, July afternoon. Uh, and uh, people are wondering, well, how fast do I have to start making preparations? Is it time to close the shutters, for example? What what should people be doing now? Uh, you know, um, there's not a lot of light left, if you will. Uh the, I think if you're going to make preparations, you should be doing it now. Uh, I, I think it's what's most important is that you 
uh, feel safe and you don't want to be behind the eight ball, if you will, uh, where you're uh, wishing you would have closed your shutters or wishing you would have taken your patio furniture in, um, you know, basically securing uh, things that are loose. I, I spoke with uh, a friend of mine that's uh, on the north coast of Dominican Republic yesterday. And uh, I, I had, was watching some of the models and you know, let me reach out to Gordon. And he sent me some videos that were, were live. And um, it, was, uh, it was pretty nasty. It wasn't a hurricane by, by any means. It was nasty enough, and I was watching trees flying, uh, literally being broken, and flying across the front of his balcony. And uh, it, you know, it's if you're smart and you plan a little bit, um, the key is don't get hurt or get anybody else hurt in the process. Uh, and and I think putting your patio furniture away is a I would highly recommend it. Uh, we're re asking that restaurants are taking care of their outdoor furniture and any outdoor setups they have during this COVID crisis. Uh, and, uh, and I think that that will go a long way in protecting uh, yourself, your property, and, and honestly others. You don't want your, your uh, patio furniture flying off your balcony and uh, damaging uh, some other property or possibly someone. So I think that that's a prudent thing to do is take care of patio furniture. Uh, if you feel comfortable and you want to close your shutters, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the National Hurricane Center uh, is not necessarily recommending that at this time. Um, if you don't have impact windows, that might be an argument to protect your windows. Right. Uh, but but I, I, I'm hopeful that this is a, a good good uh, practice run for us as we come towards the height of hurricane season in September. And just to remind everyone, we are talking with Eric Lang. He is the live with uh, the fire chief of of Key Biscayne, and we're broadcasting on WSQF Blink Radio 94.5, uh, talking about the approach of uh, Hurricane Isis, which is um, still now over the Bahamas, but is increasing in strength and is uh, forecast to become a Category 2 hurricane, uh, which is a little bit stronger than what it is now. It's about 75 mile per hour winds. It's interesting meteorologically, though, because just a day or so ago, uh, forecasters were looking at this system approaching Hispaniola uh, and wondering if it was going to survive. It was disorganized and, and often where storms interact with the mountainous terrain of that island of the Dominican Republic in Haiti, they often uh, get torn apart uh, by the mountainous terrain. The hurricanes don't survive uh, interaction where they're weakened when they interact with the landscape, but that didn't happen to, to this storm. It is uh, continuing to get stronger and um, reports from the Hurricane Center just uh, within the last hour from Hurricane Hunter Aircraft are reporting that the storm is continuing to to organize. Um, Chief, can you tell us a little bit, you mentioned the COVID situation. This has been, you know, I'm thinking back between uh, previous hurricanes, uh, the COVID-19 situation, um, your your municipality has well, had- mute again for me. Your, your municipality's had a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, trouble <laughs> this year. And I'm wondering if you're kind of hoping you'll catch a break at some point. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Uh, we have, we, I'm, I'm almost speechless on what's happened this year. Uh, the pace that the emergency management world has, has moved in, um, our, our days have gotten longer, our, our weeks have gotten longer. Um, I, I don't ever remember a time like this. And at the beginning of this, I was reporting to council and I remember 
making a statement. It could be like 10 or 20 hurricanes that are strung together. And um, you know, I think we've all settled into what COVID is, uh, the COVID response is. And we're still, you know, we deal with it on a daily basis, whether it has to do with um, patients we're treating, uh, potentially our workforce. Um, but we're, uh, we're prepared. And, and the, I think you know this, and I don't know if most of uh, the listeners do, but we operate within a structure called the incident management system. And it doesn't matter what kind of response that we're responding to whether it's a hurricane or a pandemic or, uh, God forbid, uh, like a bombing that happened up in, in Boston during the marathon or whatever the, the crisis, the emergency is, it's a management system that uh, is scalable and it can expand uh, to manage as many people as you need to. And that's what we operate under here in the village. And that's what um, the county, uh, the state, and the federal government uh, does. And so if you just look at it as COVID as a problem and a hurricane as a problem or tornado as a problem or civil unrest as a problem, uh, we, we're, we're, as emergency managers, we're here to solve the problem. And, um, and I'm one guy, Tony, and you know that, and I'm, I'm, I stand, uh, I'm honored to stand in front of, a, a sometimes in front of, sometimes behind uh, a, a tremendous group of men and women as responders and as part of our government and we're supported by our council and our manager uh, to be able to do that. And so that's part of, I think what our government does, uh, I, I was responsible for is providing that level of safety and that preparation, the response and the recovery. And so, and everybody has a role in it. Every, every department uh, has a role. In it. And uh, just to, again, to remind our listeners, we're talking about the approach of uh, hurricane Isaias, which is, forecast to become a hurricane, a Category 2 hurricane as it gets closer to Key Biscayne. Chief, when do we expect the first hurricane force winds to be felt on the island? That's, that's a great question, Tony. I, to, I'm, I'm expecting it uh, overnight, um, sometime after midnight in the early morning hours. Uh, and we do a roll call around 7.30, so we may have a delay in our roll call depending on what type of weather we're seeing in the morning. And then I'm, we're expecting um, some other, some additional bad weather into the afternoon. And hopefully by the time the sun sets tomorrow, uh, the storm is moving fast enough where, where it will move up the coast and, uh, and, and uh, hopefully stay offshore so it doesn't affect anybody. Thank you, Chief Eric Lang. We're going to uh, wrap it up just now, just with a reminder uh, that you should uh, be following uh, local news reports uh, and monitor the progress of the storm. It it already has, as we pointed out, um, sort of surprise forecasters a little bit with being as persistent and developing a little more uh, strongly than initially thought. And uh, in the most recent set of model runs has shifted just a little bit closer to the coastline of Florida, the center of of circulation moving a little bit closer. So that is something to be mindful of. Uh, We will try to be back with you tomorrow uh, afternoon around 1 p.m. to give uh, a future update on where we things stand with the chief. And this uh, is just the information that you should be relying on. Try to follow local emergency management directives and uh, be ready because, as you just heard, trying to secure things while you've got all kinds of winds whipping around is not an easy thing to do. 
I'm Tony Winton, and I want to thank Chief Eric Lang for joining us live on WSQF Blink Radio 94.5 on your FM dial. This has been a co-production with the Key Biscayne Independent, and we will be returning you to regular programming in just a moment.